everybody. Welcome to the Melissa and Devin Show, where we're always unscripted, raw, and unedited. Come on, be a fly on the wall while we're bitching in the kitchen about current events, politics, family matters, and relationships. Hey, Devin. Oh, hey, Melissa. What are we talking about today? Uh, I think we're talking about the big hullabaloo that's been happening in Alberta, Canada with our... um, neighbor to the south, Tucker Carlson, coming to Canada and selling uh, like 12,000 tickets to uh, for people to hear him speak. It's unfortunate that he didn't come to more provinces. It could have been like a Rolling Stones rock star tour. Oh, I wish. Yeah, come to Ontario, please. Please come to Ontario. Maybe his next visit. I... Um, I'm actually kind of shocked. I had I had every inclination that they were going to grab him at the border and cause trouble for him and his crew. Just because our media is like state controlled, right? So our <clears throat> mainstream media is all federally bought and paid for. And you can tell all the clips on social media, you can tell which side of the fence was putting out the clip the left or the right. And of course, Tucker Carlson is very much um, an advocate for freedom of speech, freedom of expression, um, freedom of thought, freedom of movement, everything that our Canadian government is currently not standing for and hasn't been now for several years. He also talks a lot about like fiscal responsibility, keeping your money in your country, Supporting your own citizens, not allowing open borders, not supporting wars in countries that doesn't affect us, that we should be spending that money on our own citizens. In fact, did you notice this morning? Canada has now um, agreed to something like $38 million in federal spending, um, which is taxpayer money, of course. We've had this talk for um, immigration issues, $38 million for immigration I'm so sorry, but excuse me, what now? So anyway, I really, really, truly believed that the RCMP was going to be sent or some kind of special Justin Trudeau stormtrooper posse was going to be sent to grab Tucker Carlson and his crew at the border and hassle them, rough them up a bit. Hey, maybe even throw them in jail with the coots for like insane. I'm so, surprised he didn't go see them. Or did he? Do you know if he went to see them? I have no idea, actually. Um, I know a lot of people that are doing the second trucker convoy now. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of them did actually see Tucker in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's... But I don't know. I don't think so. That um, would have been something. <clears throat> yeah. It would have been... So anyone who, who is unaware, back when... Back a year ago... When the original um, Freedom Convoy, which was the the trucker movement, um, which brought... In February 2022. Yeah, which brought... Shit, that's two years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. I just lost two years of my life. (laughs) Where'd that go? Jeez. Okay, well, now that I just realized I'm two years older than I thought I was... So the trucker convoy two years ago, yeah, these people were arrested. So two years ago, there was four gentlemen arrested at the Alberta 
border going into the United States because they had a blockade there because, of course, the mandate said that any trucker that was not vaccinated could not cross the border anywhere. They couldn't cross the border anywhere. They had to stay in their home province, basically. They were even trying to mandate interprovincial travel at some at one point in time. That didn't work out too well, except between Ottawa and Quebec, I don't think. Yeah, well, again, just to re- mm-hmm. resurface, Quebec even had, like, the... Curfews. And- curfews, yeah. So if you were out past 10 or 11, you were... It was eight. I think it was eight. I think businesses, oh my god, it was that early? Yeah, I think businesses had to be closed by 5, and mm. people had to be off the streets by 8. Yeah. Well, and if you weren't, you were getting tickets, you were getting, oh, like, it yeah. was madness. It complete was madness. madness. Complete wild, wild, wild. Anyway, so these four gentlemen, I, I don't know their names off the top of my head, but I do have them accessible. These four gentlemen were arrested for for just being on the bridge so there's a bridge that they were it's the coots bridge right coots alberta which passes into the united states there's a border crossing there goes into the united states so there was trucks blocking the bridge and then there was false media which was put out by the liberal funded canadian media organizations claiming that there was bombs on the bridge and there was there was weapons in the trucks and all of this fake crap that was complete garbage propagandist news put out by haters, basically. Just haters that wanted to cause shit. Well, <clears throat> then along with all of this, these four men were arrested and detained without legal representation, by the way. They were just detained. Um, they have now been locked up for over two years. They have not stood trial. They are not allowed, uh, what do they call that? A a bail. They're not allowed out on bail. Their bail has been denied repeatedly. Um, nobody is allowed really to talk to them. The media can't have access to them. I think maybe their lawyer team is the only one that's allowed to talk to them. And they have been in federal custody for two years. And the charges against them are fraudulent. There is no supporting evidence by the Crown or the province. I think it's the Crown, right? By the Crown that these four gentlemen are guilty of anything. And the new trial date is now set for late May 2024. So now they have to wait an additional, what, four months? From now, because we're in... And that doesn't mean it's not extended further or pushed further. Just a court date. Yeah. So these gentlemen are being held um, for for nothing. Well... For no reason. Yeah. And let's... So... Fraud. Fraudulent reasons that were just concocted by our media and our government. Of course. So they were, as you mentioned, right... They were protesting the COVID-19 vaccine mandates and pandemic restrictions. This article actually says, so this is, so um, Wikipedia. Oh, okay. It's right off Wikipedia. So, right. If you just put in like what is in the Coots case, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Looking up who they are. So Jerry Morin, Anthony Olenek, I'm going to butcher these poor names, Um, Chris uh, Carbert and Christopher uh, Lisak. 
So those are the four men. But in this specific case, um, this article says that four men were arrested in 2022 on allegations that they were conspired to kill um, RCMP, so Royal Canadian Mounted Police Officers. That's all bullshit. That's not what was happening at all. They were protesting. Mm -hmm. So now we're just making things up and putting them on the internet. And I'm sure that's being brought up in court as well. There's no evidence. There's no... That wasn't even remotely what they were doing there at all. But again, this is how things are able to be... Yeah, you're you can say whatever you want to say as long as you're on the leftist government side though. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can't say whatever you want to say. You cannot say whatever you want to say if you are going against mainstream. If you are if you have a mind of your own, an opinion of your own or something that goes against the government's agenda, you are not free to say that because you will be shadow banned, censored, monitored, quote unquote fact checked. You will be dumped off social, you will be deplatformed, you will be blocked, you will be shamed, and you will be publicly harassed. And even to the point where you are can be arrested, charged, and thrown in jail without being put out on bail. Mm-hmm. For fraudulent things that the media came up with. The media came up with these charges. The media made an announcement that they think that there was people on the bridge trying to trying to run over RCMP or there were bombs in the truck or guns in the trucks or whatever. There was no such thing. Nope. Then one of them, I heard, <clears throat> there was a warrant to search his house. I think this is related to one of the four guys. Mm. I'm terrible with names. So there was false evidence or false allegations, okay? Not evidence. False allegations made that one of the gentlemen um, had illegal firearms, I think it was, in his home. So a warrant was, a search warrant was issued. They went to check the house. They found absolutely nothing at his house. Nothing. There was nothing there. And you know what's sad about that, honestly, is any, I mean, referencing a previous episode of... Gun control? Gun in Canada. But anyone can do that. Anyone can say anything, Mm -hmm. have a claim, and just be like, you know what, I think so-and-so... And they show up to your door. And if you do have anything legal or illegal, it doesn't matter. They take it all. Yep. Then so, they, you have to prove that you are legitimate to have it back. Oh, but that takes a ton of money and ton of time, right? You could be doing that forever. The fun part of that is, though, if any of, like, okay, let's say you and your husband, you guys are licensed out the wing-wang to have whatever you want in Canada. And if your neighbor got mad at you and reported you for anything, your license to have all of those... They pull everything. ...firearms should be enough. No. I understand it isn't, but it's insanity to me. If you go through years and years of licensing, pay all the money, do all the right steps, do all the right things, it's no different than a driver's license. They don't just take your driver's license away because you hit someone in a parking lot. Mm -hmm. You don't lose your car and your driver's license. Yep. So why do you lose your registered, legal, lawfully owned firearms? Because the government doesn't want us to have them at all anyway. So any any possible excuse, mm-hmm. that's how that works. So just to swing back around, is thankfully, this gentleman had nothing in the house. Nothing. Mm-mm. So not only are the claims bananas, mm-hmm. they wasted all these resources, nothing's in the house. But again, mm-hmm. to be clear... 
He's still in jail. Yes. Jail. Federal prison. Not just jail. Federal prison. Oh my goodness. So let's go back for a second because we're talking about, you know. Tucker Carlson. Freedom of speech and saying what you want to say and speaking some truth. Tucker Carlson came to Canada and spewed all kinds of truth, and it was beautiful. And I'm going to quote, my husband's going to laugh, but um, from straight out of Compton, whoever it is says, speak a little truth and people lose their minds. And it is baffling to me to watch these liberals Get up in arms of how dare he speak like this? How dare he? Like nothing he said is wrong. Was wrong, out of touch, out of line. They got their feelings hurt. They don't like it. That's why. How dare you say anything? Like he called Freeland, who he knows personally. They used to work together. (laughs) A midget tyrant or a tyrant midget whatever he called her mm-hmm. and oh he calls what does he call trudeau he calls a trudeau. buffoon a buffoon in costumes yeah like um oh he he's there's so many excellent clips you've got to look them all up guys like honestly, yes please just, just hashtag tucker carlson in in canada and like every amazing clip will come up the best part that really makes me laugh is that he said it was the I'm coming to free Canada. Like that is Liberate it. Liberate Canada. Like that is so funny to me because you know, again, I'm I'm shocked that he was even allowed to come into the country. And I'm shocked that Trudeau didn't send his jackboot squad to go and get him at the border. I don't think they expected what happens that's insane how do you not know what's gonna happen it's tucker carlson next to jordan peterson and joe rogan they have the biggest platforms there is in in the center right i know i just think the liberals are delusional enough to think they have censored everything so much that unless you were part of the 8,000 in Edmonton or 4,000 or whatever the numbers are mm-hmm. specifically yeah, in eight Calgary, four. 8 and 4, um, that just people wouldn't maybe know. Well, again, again their delusion is on another, on another level. So yes. I'm just wondering if maybe that's part of it mm-hmm. of just being like he wouldn't have the impact or the reach that maybe he he truly does. I Again, I'm speculating. I have no idea. Well, nor do I. The funny part is, is <clears throat> again, because it was Alberta, um, like I had no awareness that he was coming until he made an announcement two days before. So I have no idea how long this would have been planned. Um, but it, it was really funny to me because I thought, oh, goodness. And then when I saw the numbers, I was like, only 12,000. That's shocking. But then I figured there'd be way more. Mm-hmm. But also 12,000 that probably um, also, like me, didn't have a lot of advance notice that he was coming. Because I don't know how much notice he gave to come. I have no idea. All I know is my girlfriend that lives in Edmonton was going to go, but she's like, I don't know that I should be spending 200 bucks on a ticket just for that and didn't want to go by herself. All that stuff, right? Totally get it. 
Um, but a kudos to everybody that went. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, <laughs> please come back. But the the amazing point of everything you said of again just to spin it back to Freeland for a minute is like her self-confidence is like skyrocketing out of control of the reporter from Rebel News that asked her a question and then got arrested. Yeah, because her security team said that the he, he bumped into, into them. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the security team walked right into the reporter. It's on We've video. We've all seen it. We've all seen it. But again, it's how so dare you ask me a question? Wild. Yeah. It's wild. Like the world we live in in Canada is is absolutely like dystopian insanity. Mm-hmm. Well, if it continues, we're on the way to be communist China and North Korea. Like it is getting out of control. Do you know what's going to happen before all that though? It's what's going to similarly to what's happening in the states like the states is looking at the on the verge of a civil war right now the united states are split basically 25 28 how many 52 states in the union right 50 51 52 52 states in the union i think i don't know anyway i'll look it up (laughs) currently i believe i think it's 52 i think it's 52 as well but that includes alaska and hawaii so anyway let's say they're basically split half and half between supporting closed borders and legal properly done immigration and not closing borders and allowing what is currently happening in the Southern United States to continue to happen, which is like what 50,000 migrants a day crashing through the border and just running through and getting lost in the United States. And nobody knows who they are, who they're connected to, what their purpose for being here is, if they're good or bad, if they're, you know, causing trouble or not. And then this morning I see a, um, it's a CCTV camera feed from, I believe, downtown Chicago. Because Chicago is one of the safe haven states. So Illinois is a safe haven state. <clears throat> so Chicago is housing illegal migrants, like in every available building they have. So for instance, the main floor of the Chicago police station, so Chicago PD, which we all watch on TV, by the way. (laughs) Chicago PD, their like headquarters is now turned into a migrant flop house in Chicago. It is so unsafe. It is so ridiculous. Anyway, what I saw this morning was a CCTV feed. So it was not like a cell phone. It wasn't like, A proper news feed. It was a proper legal news feed. Like this stuff can be used as evidence in court. And it is a picture of a uniformed police officer um, making an arrest or detaining. Let's say detaining because you can't tell there's no audio because it's a CCTV. So uh, a uniformed police officer detaining a person. We have no idea who the person is. And then all of a sudden... This angry mob surrounds them and then kicks the living, they kick the crap out of this police officer. And the, what was written is that this angry mob, um, keep in mind, these are all young men 
involved in this. Like you can clearly tell they're all younger men. Like I would say under 30. Um, that it, the officer was detaining an illegal and the other illegals came from wherever they were being housed. So be it a, a, a gym or a school or a police station or wherever. And, um, and beat up this cop like badly. And it's all on CCTV. And of course, here's the kick side, which is going to, it's happening in Canada too. Um, they can't identify any of these people because the bonus with CCTV is that there's facial recognition. So for instance, there's CCTV cameras downtown Peterborough where we live. There's 12 in a 12 block radius. Mm. So if you go and commit a crime, Melissa, downtown Peterborough, let's just say smash and grab at tribal to get more rocks. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm really kidding. She's laughing hysterically. Melissa has a rock addiction. It is a crystal and mineral collection, first of all. Rocks, crystals, and minerals. I'm like, let's not make it sound like I have a drug problem. I am the last person on the planet. Caffeine is my only drug. Yeah, no. It's it's beautiful. Her collection is gorgeous. I'm teasing her. But there is a store downtown that has beautiful crystals. So let's just say, in our pretend world... Melissa go down, goes downtown, commits a crime. Melissa has never been arrested of a crime before. So she's not in the database. But if it's a repeat offender who is in the database, they will be able to track that person based on facial recognition. Also, because they can do, I believe they can do facial recognition across socials, if they have your face, they can run you and they can find your profile. So they can find you that way. So let's say Melissa would pop up eventually because they would keep investigating and eventually they would find her through her socials. But if she was a repeat offender, it would would pop right up up on her mugshot. So the trouble with all of this illegal immigration in both countries now, because now we have we have a problem here, too. Ours isn't, quote unquote, illegal as in border crashing. Ours is just a, they're getting away with it by calling them um, foreign students. And they're getting away with it by calling them, um, what is it, when you, you're running away from your impoverished homeland. Refugees? Refugee, thank you. The name yeah. escaped me. Sorry, Lauren Hill, the word refugee escaped me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that. So we're calling them war refugees and we're calling them international students. But in fact, it's kind of an overrun of our country. Oh, it's a massive problem. Not and there's nowhere the to put anybody. No, because we have a housing issue here. We have a major housing issue here. So anywho, back to the story. So Tucker Carlson shows up. He's absolutely on point. Um, and because the American news is censored in Canada, we can't see American news. We can watch Instagram and the channels and Rumble and all the other stuff. But as far as news breaks, we can't get them in Canada. So he just fixed that problem and came directly to Canada, broadcasted in Canada. So now everything he was saying is readily accessible across all platforms now. And even the um, federal propaganda channels, they are even covering it. And like we were saying before we went on on, on air, um, 
the liberal news media was trying to corner the Alberta premier because she attended Danielle Smith, Danielle Smith, the Alberta premier who is like, wow, is a town. And I wish she would clone herself and move all the way across the country. We need her in every province. So she got cornered by a liberal lefty, um, quote unquote reporter. Cause they're not reporters to me. They're propagandists. So she gets questioned on camera as to why why she thought it was appropriate for her to attend an extremist right-wing um, disinformation blah, blah, blah put on by Tucker Carlson. And her answer was exquisite. It was perfectly said, and this is why I admire her. I don't know anything about her personally, but the way she conducts herself in the in the public eye and what she says about her province is bang on. So paraphrasing, she said, as the premier elect of this province, it is my job to know what's going on in my province at all times, what the opinions of the constituents of my province are, and it's also my job to represent our province properly and well and talk about things that are important to Albertans like oil and gas and jobs and housing and and all the stuff, it's important that I, as the premier, get that out. So me attending a big scale event in our province is just as important as who's at the event. She needs to be there to know what's happening. She also needs to be there, whether she believes in what he's saying or not, to represent the people that elected her to run that province. Because let's say there was some information he was saying that was incorrect. If she's there, then she can address that. She can address it on her own social channels. She can address it to the news media. She can address it to him personally. The other thing she said that was beautiful was I take a number of speaking engagements and a number of public engagements. Yeah. Regardless of what political views they have, any of those. It's her job. Of course She it was is. doing her job. She was asked to be there. She showed up. People, again, when we swing it back around... Everybody, anybody that was there, Jordan Peterson, Danielle Smith, Tucker Carlson, dropped so much truth. Mm-hmm. The liberals freaked out because they got their feelings hurt and were like, oh, shit. They're still freaking out. Of course they are. And so they should be. The other thing that was amazing and we have to talk about is Tucker addressed directly the genocide that is actually going on and is not talked about in our country. Mm-hmm. 50,000 people mm-hmm. have used MAID. Oh, yeah. 50,000 people were not on their deathbed mm-hmm. seeking end of life care, and that's. Which I'm all for, honestly. Like, if I had an incurable disease, I'm a control freak, I'm all for it. I think it has its place. Its place. It's a, an incredible program. What it is not for is when 
veterans call in and they need these services and supports and they're not getting them and then they're offered made and then the government lies and tries to cover it up and be like oh that's not true that wasn't and it's recorded have you seen the commercial the maids commercial no i don't watch commercials keep talking i'll pull it up um but again so to have him come he what does he care I mean, it's funny because he came and he's like, I'm partially Canadian. His grandfather is um, partially Canadian. So he and they had property um, out east, which is, you know, so we spent summers here, yada, 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 whatever. Not super relevant. But the fact that he can come here, we're not being told these numbers. We're not being aware of this. And basically for him to just come out with this and say... You know, that's, it's genocide. Like, look at numbers across, like, oh my goodness, this gives me so much anxiety. But when you look at the numbers, and we will put links to this commercial specifically in the description. Do we want the Reddit version or the CTV News Vancouver version? The Reddit version. Got it. So, but again, just for him to come here and tell us the truth about that, of really what's going on, um, yeah. And the nice thing is, is this morning, literally February 1st, um, as we're recording this, it was announced that the Liberal government is pushing um, made to... <clears throat> the well, mental they're uh extending it so they're not offering it as a mental health solution until 2027 yeah. so it's not off the table no it's just parked it's parked for now which again people don't need made for no. their mental health we need services they need help addiction and support. treatment and support <laughs> services we need People coming out of college and university that are properly equipped and trained to rehabilitate, provide help and in service and addiction counseling and addiction treatment centers. We don't have any. There are basically zero. I don't think people are aware of that. There also, not only is it basically zero, but the ones that exist in Ontario specifically the government is trying to close them down at every turn. Of course. And again, we've talked about this again in a previous episode. But my, again, opinion, my personal opinion, this is an opinion podcast. The government doesn't give a shit. No, they don't. And they want this situation and this problem to solve itself. And how easy is it to offer made at somebody's lowest point? Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, really. Well, if you're at your happens, lowest, <clears throat> it's easier to disappear <clears throat> than it's financially have the systems in place <clears throat> to help people. It will be astronomically expensive. I'm aware of this for the treatment centers, <clears throat> the supports everybody needs, all of these things. And I'm generalizing whether it's of just course. mental health or whether it's substance abuse or <clears throat> any of those things. I'm looping it all together. But I understand that there is like a massive amount of money that will need to be behind that. 
But to go back to literally two Maybe or three episodes. Maybe we could save it by not sending it to Ukraine. I was just going to say, if we would stop all this foreign fucking funding. That's what we should call it now. Foreign fucking funding. <laughs> it's the triple F's of Canada. Amazing. We'll do that. <laughs> but no, but again, like, who? this is how it literally sits in my soul of being... I know the government has no desire to fix any of this or help no, people. Not the infrastructure. They wanna, no, they want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Let the problem. Um, why would you make drugs legal? Why would you make it easier to get crack and meth and meth. heroin on the street? But it is impossible to get therapy or ibogaine or I don't know what that is but ibogaine is used for um, opioid addiction to get you actually off it and not like oh. methadone where methadone is just a different opioid it keeps oh. you hooked ibogaine is available to get you actually off of it they won't allow it it's not allowed you can't have it you can't have anything no DMT treatments no psilocybin treatments. There are no clinics. There are no health practitioners that are allowed to give any kind of actually working, functioning treatments that help rewire your brain out of trauma, that help reset your central nervous system out of trauma, that give you addiction treatment counseling in a monitored, clinically structured environment. There is no damn thing none of it wow okay we're gonna do a whole nother episode on that because i'm i don't know anything about that at all mm-hmm. um but again which means if i don't there's lots of other people that don't mm-hmm. and it sounds like it's wildly important just to be educated to be like okay well then if this is a possible solution mm-hmm. why are we not again just to mm-hmm. put it all it in a nice little box with a bow goes against pharma That's of why course they because it. big pharma mm-hmm. is the money maker and how dare we have solutions that have nothing to do with making people rich. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. Okay. So, made is literally a Canadian genocide. So, thank you for bringing that up and we're talking about it. And again, I, had he not said anything about it, I wouldn't have even batted an eye. I wouldn't even know. My understanding of made was that you had to be terminally ill. It Doctors had to sign off on it. Like it really was for people. And again, I support it in the fact of if you have an incurable disease, you're at your end of life anyway, and you want to still have some control with that, then amazing. Mm -hmm. That's what it's for. Mm -hmm. Not I'm really sad or I can't afford my housing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to, Anyway, um, shocking, shocking with the numbers. But again, for him to stand up and be, again, when he said he's coming to liberate Canadians, amazing. Inform us of what's actually going on. The other thing that was incredible was why are we giving these people in power so much control? He's like, you have a guy, specifically Trudeau, putting on costumes, acting like a buffoon, He's not representing your country well. Mm-mm. He's putting on a show. He's literally a buffoon. He's a puppet for the big power of the world. That's yes. all he is. And he's, he's actually, a joke worldwide. Like, he's not respected anywhere. No, except with the people who pay him to act this way. So this is where you've got to, like, pause and step sideways for a minute. 
So when you hit pause and step sideways, Freeland and Trudeau and Singh and a bunch of the other ones. Mm. I just sent you the article on Ibogaine from Science Something, like Science Something. Yep. It's like a reputable place thing. So <clears throat> pause on the Trudeau, sidestep for a second. So we have to keep reminding ourselves that we are a colonist country. We are run under the colonial regime of England. We are then under their power and under their power play. The trouble with England is they are almost bankrupt. And mm. they, the crown, oh yeah, the crown corporation. Yeah, dude. That's a whole other day. Again, I have no <laughs> idea. Please continue. Sorry. Debbie Dove I'm goes, making faces over here. Debbie Dove goes swimming in the pool a lot. <laughs> the pool of knowledge. <laughs> so, um... We are under colonial regime. So the the Crown Corporation and the, the Bank of England and the, all that, they, they're in charge of what happens in Canada. The unfortunate part of that is England is also under mass rule of the, the larger powers that be, like the United Nations, like the World Economic Forum powers, like the G7 stuff, the G8, like England and all the colonial companies under England are all heavily knit into Mm. these other governing super entities. So Trudeau, it's gonna be hard for people to understand because we think we live in a democracy. But it's just because you vote does not mean it's democratic. And that's a misconception that people have in this country. We have like what I like to consider a false democracy. If there's only two names on the ballot, is it really a democracy? If you have to meet economic requirements in order to get your name on the ballot, is it really a democracy? No, no, but there's this falsehood and this false sense of knowledge that Canadians have specifically. We think a, we live in a free country, which we don't. We think B that we have freedoms that we don't have. We think C that we live in a democratic country and society, which we are not. There is nothing democratic or free about Canada. Canada is under reign and rule and the people above Trudeau, Trudeau is just the face, the people up and the mouth, the people above Trudeau are the people who are actually running our country and making the decisions and spending the money and allocating the shit. Trudeau is purely just a player. Mm-hmm. He is just a pawn on the chessboard. He is not making real decisions. He stands up in parliament. He acts like a, a Goomba. He's got a page in front of him. He's got a page in front of him. He reads off of it. He didn't write that stuff. Someone else gave it to him. He doesn't speak off the cuff anymore. He doesn't argue facts because he doesn't have anything to say. And everything he says has to be approved. This is what we don't understand as general citizens of Canada. Everything Trudeau says in Parliament, everything Trudeau says on camera has to be written and approved for him to say. He cannot just off the cuff. And we've seen him go off off book. It's bad for him. 
mm-hmm. the Liberal Party. When he goes off book, his ratings crash. He gets criticized deeply. So if you've noticed in the parliamentary, um, like I watch parliamentary sessions, I can't watch too many long because, oh, wow, it's like a bunch of six-year-olds fighting. It gets me really riled up. But the when I watch, <clears throat> which is frequently, um, everything he says is measured and calculated and everything he says is written. Well, and it's hilarious to watch sometimes. I can't watch it. I watch highlights and clips and stuff that other people post Yeah, post just so that, hey, I know what's going idea. on. Yeah, I know what's going on, but I can't listen to that goon speak at all. He gives me a headache. Um, but just to kind of flip this around real quick is, A, he doesn't actually ever say anything in complete sentences Mm-mm. or answer questions. Sound bites. Of course. He talks in sound bites. And super circles, it's insane. But the other thing is, just to kind of circle back to originally when you're like, I'm surprised Tucker wasn't approached Mm -hmm. at the border or at the airport. And I said to you earlier in the week or last week, that's insane because we have freedom of speech. (laughs) And I went, what? No, we don't. No, we don't. What are you talking about? So again, just but to bring attention to it and to really say like what we think Canada is and what we think, yes, what we think we're able to do, what we think this podcast now, Canada is trying to censor and put restrictions even on podcasts. I I should be able to have an opinion of whatever the heck I want to, but the government is just being like, um, you know, if we if we don't really like what you're saying, we're just gonna shut your shit off, and it's coming. Let's give a for instance. No, you're totally right, and let's give a for instance. So, for instance, the fact that we are talking about Tucker Carlson today. So when Melissa and I do a podcast. As much as we don't edit our podcast, we don't censor our podcast, we don't we don't go back and like fix things. If we stutter, we stutter. If we swear, we swear. If we make a mistake, if we mess up what we say, we roll with it and we can make corrections and edit the notes, but we do not go back and edit our content and what we're saying. That's why it's unedited. However, we have to then, so usually we do a couple podcasts ahead and then we release them, right? Like every pretty well every other podcaster we had a podcast go up melissa launched one a few days ago and it was our podcast about what it was the last one we revisited the trucker convoy right it was that one so and the massive win for canadians that the ruling of invocating the emergencies act was ruled unconstitutional and unreasonable. Right. That podcast took how many days to load compared to, and how quickly do our podcasts generally load? In 10 minutes, which is why I was freaking out to be like, did I do something wrong? What's going on? And then I thought about it for a minute and I was like, oh my gosh, I, content. I bet you it's being censored because how dare we talk about the ruling and the trucker mm-hmm. convoy so this is this is real. So I know at this point in time we don't have a large following, but it doesn't seem to matter. I during COVID, during the, the pandemic years, I have a very small social media platform. I only have a few hundred followers. Melissa's social media platform is in over tens of thousands. Anything I post, so I was shadow banned during 
the COVID years just for reposting things that were relevant to health and well-being. Yeah, how dare you tell the truth? How dare you? So I was shadow banned. So my couple hundred followers, maybe out of my couple hundred, 10 or 15, were seeing my posts. And I know this because I started tracking things. So first I was like shadow banned. So I, and then I've had account restrictions. I've had warnings. I've had fat checker um, edits on my post saying that my information is incorrect. Um, that it's been fact checked, independent fact checkers, which is absolute horse shit. If you've listened to the Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter files in the States, it's not independent fact checkers at well, all. Even the Facebook meta uh, court cases and stuff. Yeah. They're not independent fact checkers. No. It's absolute horseshit. What they're people trying to with sell an, you. People with an opinion. Yeah, That's anyone it. that has an opinion that goes against the federal narrative is what it is. So, yeah, so Melissa goes to put up our podcast a couple days ago, which was talking about the invocation of the Emergency Act and our opinion and our thoughts and, and some facts that we pulled. And yeah, so it took two days for that podcast to launch. And normally it's 10 to 20 minutes. And we are on both... I mean, Apple and Google are two of the main number one sources of where people get their podcasts. Mm-hmm. And everything is reviewed before it goes up. Mm-hmm. So, you it's know. It's quote unquote independently fact checked. <laughs> but again, right? If you're, you know, I'm going to murder so-and-so, they, yeah. won't, they won't put it up. Of but, course. Which is what, they, what it's there for. That's totally fine. Um, but it... it scared me and shocked me a bit to be like um mm-hmm. excuse me where where's our episode when you're used to things going up in 10 minutes yes and things are quick quick turnaround not a big deal the reality set in of like shoot should I have named it something different should I have mm-hmm. done something and then I'm like you know what this is why we started this in the first place because being mm-hmm. quiet doesn't get us anywhere. Wasn't making a difference. No. Being quiet wasn't helping anybody. And you know what's really frustrating about all this fact-checking, misinformation bullshit? Here we are a few years later, and all of us were right. We were right. Oh, yeah. And it's all been scientifically proven now how right we were. Megan Kelly had a clip out. I don't even know when it came out. I, I think it was an older clip because it was like um, it was a repost on one of those mindset things on Instagram and it was Megan Kelly who is a reporter in the States um, she's 52 years old I believe she's from New York she got bow shots and a booster and the clip is her being interviewed after having two shots and a booster and she's being interviewed by somebody I, they're off camera I can't see but she is speaking and saying I, I was pressured into taking this for my job, right? I was pressured into taking this for my job. All the, all the powers that be in, in the world were all telling us that it was safe, that it was studied, it was safe, that everything was fine and this was going to stop the spread and, and reduce symptoms and keep you out of the hospital should you get it. And all of these things, right? We and, and a lot of people believed, a lot of people believed that. And honestly, they had no reason not to believe if you're of that mindset, okay? If you are a believer mindset, 
Like I'm a very unbeliever mindset. Melissa's an unbeliever mindset. But if you're a believer mindset. And which, very trusting. There's nothing wrong with that. It just isn't the way I think. But there's nothing wrong with you believing what you were told. It's okay. It sucks now because you believed something that turned out to be not true and it could have had a harmful side effect. However, in her case, after her booster shot, she then got COVID. Quickly after her booster shot, she got very ill, but not with COVID. She got very ill aside from COVID. She then returned to her doctor and said, like, there's something going on here. Testing followed. It was discovered she has an autoimmune disease that she has never, ever, ever had before. A brand new autoimmune disease. So here she is being interviewed now on camera and she says, I had the two shots, I had the booster. Before we found out the science was skewed and wrong and we were being lied to. So she had these three shots. Then she ends up with symptoms that are not COVID symptoms and she's ill goes to her doctor doctor diagnoses her with this autoimmune disorder she didn't disclose what it is but she said that's what it is she says to her doctor when they discover this autoimmune disease could this be because i got my two shots and then my booster and then contracted covid really soon after and the doctor said yep that is likely exactly what happened. And so here she is now, a mother and a business person, and in her 50s. Now, she appears to be a very healthy woman as far as like taking care of herself, but now she has this autoimmune disease that she now has to deal with forever. Yeah. And good for her for openly talking about it because I guarantee you there are a lot of people in this world who are ashamed and embarrassed and they don't want to identify that they have, they have conditions now that they never had before. And I feel awful for them. Like my heart aches for the fact that there are people walking around in our planet right now that have been harmed, that, have, that are suffering in silence, because they're either embarrassed, ashamed, or they've been told that they're, it's all in their head and there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. Meanwhile, or they're blaming the symptoms on something else. Mm -hmm. Like a girl that I used to play sports with. She got her, sec her first shot <clears throat> and had debilitating side effects from her first shot. Had to take a leave of absence from her job. That she got the shot for. Yeah. Ended up in a horrible health situation. Horrible, Melissa. Just devastating health condition following the first shot. Um, and her doctor told her it was menopause. So, again, let's loop back around for a second because, A... But we can't talk about that, right? Because that's free oh, how speech and it goes we? against the narrative. Yeah, right? but you know what, though? A, good on that doctor. Thankfully, she's coming out and telling her story to be like, so hopefully it will pull some of those other people out of their delusion or just being embarrassed of being like, you know what? 
maybe that I'm in the same boat. Maybe it mm-hmm. is actually related, right? Absolutely. People were scammed. People were lied to. You were... Force coerced. Yeah, but you know what? It's frustrating to me, though, because the information was there. We were being called conspiracy theorists. We were called crazy. Oh, dude. The government would never do this. Doctors would never steer us in the wrong direction. That's the part that really frustrates me because people were telling people, please don't do this. But you know what? Everyone, right? Freedom, freedom body autonomy, freedom of choice, body autonomy. That's totally fine. Where it gets nuts for me is when people are like, if you didn't, you're, you're like, you're a horrible human being. You're ruining society. You're the reason we can't go to restaurants. Like people went nuts. Anyway, I had someone call me a murderer. Uh, I believe it. And that's disgusting. Someone called me a murderer to my face. You are as bad as a murderer by not getting the shots. Yeah. Someone called me that to my face. Oh, my my blood pressure is going up. That is disgusting. But again, let's not... So, A, good for her for speaking up. Mm -hmm. Amazing that that doctor had the integrity to tell her the truth. Yes. The truth. And validate what is happening in her body. Because so many... Now, she also mentioned, Megan Kelly mentioned, it's a female doctor. Ooh, okay. So, so many women specifically that have suffered... Women that suffer with any medical condition, and we'll do this on a whole other topic deck. Yes. Women that suffer with anything medical, often if you have... um, if you just don't have a great healthcare team, you often get dismissed and your symptoms often get dismissed. So it's amazing that, yes, her doctor was brave and her doctor is is coming out with the truth and her doctor has validated what is going on in her body. It's also great Megan Kelly with her huge platform have has come out and shared this story because it is, it's sad. It's a sad, embarrassing, humiliating process that so many worldwide, not just in Canada, not just in the U.S., but worldwide are injured yeah. from you know. these shots. Injured, sick, falling apart at the seams, mm-hmm. new diseases that they didn't have before, autoimmune conditions that they didn't have before, tumors, cancers they didn't have before. I can speak to that personally in my family. Um clotting problems that they didn't have before fertility issues they didn't have before like oh my heavens this stuff just can go i could go on and on and on and we'll i think we will do a specific podcast all about that honestly but the scary part is is we have a whole next generation that are going to come up that have been back since they were 11 years old or five. And we we're talking for two. We went down to five, didn't we? Yep. Didn't Canada allow shots right down to five? I think so. So, and again, it was all incentivized. Oh, yeah. Like, get oh, an ice cream cone. Get it. Get, oh, that's exactly where I was going. Get an ice cream cone. Get vaccinated. Get an ice cream cone. If you have to incentivize anything, no. It's bribery. No. It's called bribery. No, thank you. Big no on that one. But again, this is, that's the scary part. A, it wasn't even, it wasn't safe for adults. Mm-mm. People ran, ran, flocked, 
to get their kids. And now it's what happens, right? If we have a generation, mm-hmm. and again, my conspiracy brain is like, that's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. What happens? You have a generation of young kids now. We have a whole pile fertile. of new Canadians, though, that don't have to be vaxxed, and they are in our country. And the never mind the ones that are going to crash borders from the States into Canada. Like, that's a whole conversation we haven't even had yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody's paying attention to that fact. Like, there's a lot of illegal migrants in the northern states because a lot of them are sanctuaries like illinois new york new york mm. awfully close actually yeah so is illinois um so <clears throat> there is a lot of illegals in the united states that are in the northern the northern states that are literally a day or two's walk or a bus ride from our border there is this falsehood that every square inch of the Canadian border is um, patrolled. That is absolutely incorrect. Incorrect in a 10,000 different ways. The only border crossings that are patrolled, quote unquote, and manned are the bridge borders. So there's three crossings in around Niagara Falls. There's the Detroit crossing, the... Um, London Sarnia crossing, like down that area. There's like crossings. There's major crossings. Those ones are all patrolled. There's of course Canadian border services are there with the bomb sniffers and the dogs and the guns and the AKs and the lights and the scales and all the stuff. The barbed wire. Yeah, they are. But Canada and the U.S. touch in every way except where the Great Lakes are. Mm-hmm. Don't think for one second there, dear folks, that in this non-democratic society that we live in, that there are armed guards walking that border. It's not happening. It is untrue. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to cover that. And, I mean, look at Texas. Oh. Like, the city... God bless Texas, man. Right? Amen. Amen. They took it upon themselves, and they're like, not here. We're done. Not here. We're done. We're done. They said we're done. Yeah. The Biden administration told them to take down their razor wire and they said not a chance. We are not taking it down. We are. We'll put some more up. In fact, we're going to close it up more. Now they're stacking shipping containers along the Rio Grande to keep the migrants from coming through the river. And it's working like a dream. And they called in the um, the reservists. So the uh, National Guard. They called in the National Guard for the, the state. They have 24 other states backing them. They have truckers coming from all across the U.S. and Canada to come and barricade their borders. They have called out the call and people are answering. And it is beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. I am so happy that they said no. But they that's, said no. that's the perfect example. And I think this is where and I'm going to wrap it up in a nice bow here mm-hmm. is Tucker said when he was here, he's like, now is the time. To start saying no. Why are you listening to this buffoon tell you what you can and cannot say? Can and can, and I'm not saying go and like be rob banks. Yeah, no. rob banks and be crazy. But like, you are a human. You live in Canada, not North Korea. You can have an opinion. You can do what you wish. Like you can make up your own mind. Absolutely. So yes, obey the law. All these things, you know, within reason. Let's not get nutty. But be a good human. Given the opportunity 
most of us choose to be good. This is where I think these liberals, I know we were going to wrap, but we're not. This is where I think these liberals. Did you hear that, folk? Mark that down. Melissa said, I know we were going to wrap, but now we're not. No, we're not. No, (laughs) this is the problem. These liberals and their supporters actually think they are these righteous, holier than now human beings. Yeah, puke for sure. Is that's the, they are nuts. They think we're the problem. We're horrible human beings. We're but everything we're the small negative. Minority, oh, are they we shouldn't ever not. even have to worry about us. No, well, but again, that's where their narrative falls, right? It's crazy because they're like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Until but they you get think- 400,000 signatures on a bill for parliament. Yeah. 400. Non- vote of non confidence. I mean, hundred no what was confidence. the total count? The total count. It was read yesterday in parliament, by the way. Shout out to Michelle Ferreri, conservative MP for your own. Peterborough Kawartha, yes. who read out a bill, a member's bill. No, it was a constituent's bill that um, went into Parliament in Ottawa, and it was read aloud yesterday. It had 382,000-some-odd signatures on it, almost 400,000 signatures from Canadians across the country signed this petition that they want a vote of non-confidence to be held in Parliament because they have lost all confidence in Justin Trudeau and his Liberal cabinet. And let me tell you something. Michelle interviewed the... uh, Is it Julie? I think her first name is Julie, the woman who initiated this petition. And she's a local here in Peterborough. So both of these women are are Peterborough girls. They're they're from our town. And... um, so Michelle read read the read the petition yesterday and called for a vote of non-confidence. Here's the problem. And there is a post about it. I listened to it this morning on Michelle's page. Um the problem is is there has been several calls for a vote of non-confidence over the last 8 years against the Liberal NDP coalition. Several because of the Liberal NDP coalition, they cannot get enough votes to actually get a vote. Or if it does go to a vote, it gets outvoted because of the Liberal NDP coalition. So all this work and all this traction that this huge bill got, this massive, massive, massive petition got biggest in canadian history ever yep ever we'll have the exact number we'll put it in Mm -hmm. the description it's yeah it's it's close to it's close to four hundred thousand. it is absolutely yep so biggest 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 petition in canadian history guys and it won't fly it won't go anywhere and that is because our electoral system is broken our government is broken and the citizens are that are supposedly represented by these people are not actually represented at all because they are all just puppets and they they just squash anything anyone says that doesn't go along with what they want to do or and what the their higher ups don't want them to do of course and that plays more into the delusion of we can do what we want when we want and we get away with everything and then like this crazy overstepping starts 
And then again, to reference the last thing of yeah. invocating the Emergencies Act, which should be like a war measures yeah, and act. He, and, and Trudeau should be in jail. Uh, but the, again, the delusion, I'm not in jail. I pay the RCMP. They're not going to come and arrest me. No. I'll do what I want. It's this big circle of the, I'll do what I want. the crazy continues because we allow it. What we allow continues. So there needs to be some accountability and some proper solutions to all of this stuff. But again, our government is broken and the system is broken. So it's a nightmare. Anyway, but yes. So just to put a nice bow around this, Tucker Carlson came to Canada, spoke some truth. Liberals lost their minds. How dare you? Total and hate, total hate, 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 and all yeah, that. everything he said was totally legit. And again, did he maybe hurt some feelings? Probably, but like, Who excuse cares? me, your feelings should be hurt. You guys are acting like crazy people, and enough's enough. That's kind of the big thing of his message, my opinion, and my message of like, mm-hmm. enough's enough. Yeah, it's gross. So we're gonna end it here. Thanks so much, guys. But uh, until next time. Tell you, y'all.